Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Nice to be with you on a Monday night. Gary Belcher, Scotty Sattler here with you. A chaotic round of NRL, but a very sad weekend in a, in a special way. The passing of one of the game's greats, Bob Fulton, an immortal of the game and a popular figure uh, around the place and did everything from coaching and playing to commentary and administrating the works, Scotty Sattler. It's, uh, it was a funny weekend and some, a couple of upsets as well. Yeah, there were some upset, upsets and uh, there's still a debate around the new uh, edict out through the NRL with the high shots. But just on Bozo, Bob Fulton, uh, when I got the message, would have been just after lunch yesterday when it was announced that he'd passed away. I didn't know that he was sick badge. No. And not a lot of people did. No, they kept it very private and yep. quiet and his close friends um, the, that knew about it uh, did the what the family wished and didn't tell anyone. The, I think they thought he had a little bit longer to go in the, the last well, last couple of days and it went quite quickly. Well, I heard end. a really good interview with um, one of his very good mates, Peter Zorba-Peters, who won a comp with him in 73 and um, – and he was being interviewed by Jimmy Smith. And they've been friends since our eight or nine years of age, Peter Peters and, and Bozo. And he said he usually spoke to him two or three times a day. And he hadn't spoken to him for a couple of days. And he said, that was odd. That was it. that was peculiar that I hadn't spoken to him. Mm. And Sunday morning, about 7 o'clock, he got a phone call from Bozo's son. And his first words were, it's not good, is it? Because Peter Peters knew that being close to the inner sanctum of of the family that he wasn't that well. And, and uh, Scott Fulton said, no, it's not. They don't think you'll last the week. This was on Sunday morning. Sunday morning. And then he got a phone call back just after 10 o'clock saying he's gone. Oh, so, wow. yeah, very sad days for, uh, for those that are very close to Bozo and admired him from a distance, loved watching him play. And Badge, you played, you played under him for a number of test matches. I did, yeah. yeah he was a very, very good coach, uh, Bozo, and fun to be around, I've got to say, as well. Hey, um, Des Hasler, after that game, yes, that mighty game by the Manly Seagulls, he summed it up nicely. Bozo meant a lot to a lot of people, mate, Chair. Um, uh, I reiterated early at all, all different levels. You know, he's over the years, 30-plus years, uh, uh, that um, uh, I've known him. He's, uh, he's been a friend, a mentor, a coach, a uh, um, so he's been a lot to a lot of people. Um, uh, the, uh, but in, in that, uh, there's so much, uh, uh, there is so much uh, uh, for the family um, uh, to be, you know, to celebrate as well, because um, uh, he's left a, 
uh, an unbelievable legacy um, uh, behind. He has Des Hasler there from the stables next door to Bankwest State. Was that a whore? What was going on there? What was that noise? Desi wasn't typing while he was talking. <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> he might have been. Uh, 150 wins. Desi equaled Bozo yesterday's man. Oh, How fitting is that? As, uh, Quite amazing. So, um, yeah, great stuff. We're going to wrap up, Randall. Actually, we're going to catch up with our great mate, Paul Searin, and, uh, and have a chat. Well, you toured about... with him in 86 and 90, didn't you, Bob? Yeah, and, and under Bozo, in, um, in, in 89, we went to New Zealand when, when Bob took over from yep. uh, Donnie Ferner. And then in 1990, we went on a kangaroo tour. And then in 91, we went to Papua New Guinea. Uh, so I had some, some really good times with him. He actually... He, he, I got called into his room one day in Papua New Guinea. It would just Mel there and, and me. And I went, how are you going? And he said, um, oh, Mel's not going to play this week. I went, oh, okay. That's okay. Yeah, good. And he said, you're captain. I went. Did you captain Australia? Yeah, I did. Played against, against um, Island Zone, the Island Zone. So it was our worst game on, on tour. And uh, we were... We're, I thought we were going to lose with me as captain against a provincial side. It was you in. Have, you would have never have lived it that was down. In, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was really worried. Um, in Rebel, yeah, the okay. old Rebel that before the volcano they had to move the city. So yeah, one of my great memories there of uh, of the good man. It was, Bozo. It was Bozo man coach Bozo. of the '94, the last kangaroo tour badge? I'm not sure. I think he may have been. Okay, I think I'm he may have up. been. Mm. All right, uh, we will wrap up round 11. It was pretty chaotic. 29 charges laid across the round. Uh, I think 15 of those could end up with suspensions, the rest in, in fines. Um, Victor Radley, wow, that was just incredible. We'll, uh, we'll talk a bit more about him. A good guy watch, Sat, you got before we get to the sports update. I have. always liked to get the good guy watch. And this week, it wasn't in the NRL, but it was from a player who has played in the NRL before, Ada Hingana, who now plays for the Mackay Cutters in the Intrust Super Cup. Yep. So he works for the Phoenix Place. And I saw this footage uh, yesterday on social media. Um, and he works for Phoenix Place, which is a commu- he's a community mentor with people with disabilities. Anyway, they're playing against the Northern Pride and uh, they're playing at Mackay. And while the game was stopped and there was a player injured and the players were waiting at the play the ball, this uh, one of his – all the kids that were – some of the kids from the, the Phoenix place, the kids with disabilities, went to watch Ada play, their mentor. So they're sitting on the hill and while there was a break in play, one of the, the kids from the, the Phoenix place, one of the kids with disabilities, jumped the fence and they didn't realise he'd, he'd, he'd left the group, ran out into the middle of the field – because he wanted to hug his hero at a Hingana right in the middle of the game. And, wow. And, yeah, everyone would sort of stop and be a little bit frantic. Everyone stopped and realised that, you know, he wanted to give Ada a, 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 a hug. Ada Hingana walked over him, gave him a hug, and then grabbed him by the hand and walked him off the field so he got off the field really <laughs> safe. I thought it was a Special re- thing. I just thought it was really special. Great it was a to great see. touch from Ada Hingana on the players. Um, all righty. Uh, oh, actually, I did, can I mention something to you blokes? Because this worries me. Mm-hmm. Oh. I found out something that I dislike intensely on the weekend, mm-hmm. mm. and it's nothing to do with the footy and the charges and the you know people bunging on the sore neck from the uh, crushes and everything. It's almond cappuccinos. Is it almond cappuccinos? Who drinks what? almond cappuccinos? But is it almond cappuccinos or is it almond milk? Oh well, like. I ordered a cappuccino mm-hmm. from a vegan place, which well, uh, which is a mistake in the first place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and not really. I mean, you know, I'm just sort of thinking, oh, you know, vegetarian. Anyway, he said it's the big one there. Yeah, I have a big one. Yeah, he said it's three shots. Yeah, no worries, mate. No, that's a good. I need the big one. I was going to a meeting and said six dollars fifty, and I went, hmm? oh, jeez, what? 
That's a lot for a cappuccino. Yeah. I want to be good. So I walked out and I took one sip and went, and it was on almond. If you haven't had almond oh, milk, as, it's disgusting yeah, when it's you're used best. to But that's your fault. You cow's a, milk. You went to a vegan cafe. What oh, do you expect? But wouldn't you say to someone, it's not No. It's not When you walk cow's into a milk. vegan and you say, can I have a hamburger <laughs> with a the lot, they're not really yeah. going to give you one of those, are they? Yeah, not, well, you, well you're you going to get fake hamburger, aren't Exactly. You? So well, that's what okay. you've got to expect. It was a bit dull. I'd had a big night Friday night. This was on Saturday. But seriously, almond milk without a warning. Did he have shoes on and did he have a man bun? He had no shoes. No, he didn't have a man bun. Did he have body odour? Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't get close 100%. enough. He smelled of almond milk. Okay. That's your so fault. That's, anyone, that is purely your fault. Am I, am I, is, is, is it dearer because almond milk like costs 40 it's bucks expensive. a litre or whatever? It is expensive. Well, I love is, almond milk. Is, I love it is too. Six fifty ridiculous for a cappuccino unless you're at an airport. And who wants almond milk without a warning? Yeah, who it, drinks that? It's your you fault. guys are weird. You went to a vegan restaurant. Anyway, send us a text zero four double seven. It was a cafe zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. Let's do this. Sports day. Sports update. I should have gone around the corner to Four Pines Brewing at Cooley. Cool and Gatta. What's brewing for Four Pines Brewing? The official beer of Sports Day with Badge and Sats, but Bob. it was. It was 9 o'clock in the morning. So, <laughs> Bob Fulton was the coach of the 94 Kangaroo Tour, the yes. last Kangaroo Tour. There you go. Yeah. And the last one, Mel Meninga's Swan Song. It was too. Yeah, they had a, mm. a great relationship as coach and captain, didn't they? Big Mel and Bozo. Uh, yeah, it was some pretty wild results across the weekend sets. Yeah, there um, were. There was, I mean, you mentioned earlier on there were a couple of upsets. I think one of the, the biggest upset, I think, of the season, without a doubt, was the Roosters being beaten, not only beaten, but comfortably beaten by the Brisbane were, Broncos. How bad were they? They were bad. Could they? They were bad. Actually, I reckon Trent Robinson would go, you know what? We got all of, we couldn't have been worse. Drop balls, intercept passes, forward passes, balls going to ground, missed tackles, players sent to the bin. They did everything wrong in one game. Okay, get it all out of the way in one yep. game. Executed Horrible. badly, But yeah. well done, the Broncos. They desperately needed that win. The Knights, they continued uh, in their warring 2021 season. Mm. The Warriors really good in the end against the Tigers. Tigers could have snatched it right on full time, but just a wayward pass. They would have scored in the corner to, to equal it up. Uh, the Sharks, one point, it was heartbreaking defeat for the Dragons and those, those images of Jack Bird in the dressing shed really Upset and emotional from, mm. from that loss. Um, it's a draining loss when you lose in Golden Point by one point. You sometimes rather lose an extra time by 30, I think. But, um, yeah, the Bulldogs beaten by the Gold Coast Titans 30-20. to 20. That one, that game against the, the Broncos and the Roosters, uh, convincingly by the Broncos. The Storm, after being down 10-0 badge, comfortably over the top of the Canberra Raiders, 34-10. Why with, do you emphasise me when you say that? Well, I look at you, don't I, straight yeah, away. You thanks. are the king of, of fish week. And um, <laughs> the Panthers, what? well, yeah, Panthers, 56-12 winners over the Bunnies. There are some concerns there uh, for Bunnies. Uh, uh, are they done? Uh, can you put a red line through their team? So a, uh, there was one other result, of course, you're going to mention, that was the, um, Manly. the, the great win. But over Parry, yeah. Can we put a red line? Uh, two 50-point thrashings in three weeks. This is what Wayne Bennett said after the game. Yeah, no, look, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for all the fans here today, the way we play. They deserve better than that. It was a great afternoon. It was a great, great venue. The atmosphere was wonderful. They wanted to get into the game, but we just 
couldn't get them into the game because we couldn't get ourselves into the game. Penrith were wonderful. They played great football. It's not their fault. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's um, a wonderful thing for the game to do. And, and the support here today shows that they, they, want, they want more of that. So it's just a case of getting, getting the balance right. But I'm just sorry that we played the way we did and didn't show, didn't show the best of us. Benji on the bench the whole game. Did you think about injecting him? No, I didn't. I wasn't going to embarrass him. Even in the first half when the score was. Well, we, we weren't defending, mate. Benji's not as not known as the greatest defender the game's ever seen. So we, we, we couldn't stop him. Wow, I didn't Good hear point. that last bit. But you know what? I, I love his brutal honesty. I don't want to send him out there and embarrass him. And it is difficult. It's it's And it is embarrassing to go out there when your side is 50 points behind trying to do something. Mm when you're not going to get the result in the end. So oh, I thought it was the smartest decision by, is that by it? Wayne. Uh, uh, and and Rabideau's fans or anyone else, is that it? Is there any possibility that you can win the comp after being beaten by the two top teams a few weeks apart by 50 points? Statistics tell you no, but I don't mm. I don't care about the, the statistics. I think when they get Cameron Murray back, they're a completely different side. It, it just proves how important he is to that south side. Now, he wouldn't have been a 50-point difference, but defensively, they would have been better. Yep. Latrell will get another few more runs under his belt. I think by the end of the season, uh, they'll still be a top four side. Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. What do you think, Bunnies fans? Are you still in the comp, or anyone else that wants to uh, to chime in on that? Oh, you mentioned Jack Ver- Bird being upset after the one point loss and some vision of that. So, what about um, what about uh, Lukey? Healem Lukey for the Cowboys upset, crying, scored he scored on debut. That was so nice to see, wasn't it? Great. Young lad. Family uh, there. You know, two two players, emotional for two completely different reasons. Jack Bird, very emotional after that loss. And and people on social media have been – have absolutely slammed him. Just cowards, just slamming him on social media, calling him a sook, whatever it may be. You know, those people haven't been in these situations when there's so much riding for your fans and your individual efforts, your team, success, whatever it may be. And he, he took it hard. And then, yeah, you mentioned Helam Lukey, who was just outstanding in his debut for the Cowboys, the victory against the Knights. And after scoring that try to ice the game, it was only a couple of minutes before full time. And yeah. to get up and, and have tears in his eyes after scoring that try, just, you know, it's just what, it's what's great goods. about sport. He looked the goods. You said before the game you'd seen him play and he was, mm. uh, yeah, he's going to be there for a while. I haven't got much doubt at all. Hey, can anyone beat the Panthers? Can ask the big question honestly? Can anyone beat, defeat the mighty Penrith Panthers? The way they are playing, they're just uh, they're in another world. It's like first grade against third grade. Yeah, you're right. You're right, and, it, and that's against the Rabbitohs. I know, I know. And you know, the, the frightening part about it is that they've been really good with their recruitment badge. They, yeah, you know, James Tamo moved on, who was a very good player and a very good skipper for the Panthers. But they feel as though they need to move him on. Because it gets to an age and the way the game is heading that they need young, fit, enthusiastic, um, durable players that can play at a breakneck speed with really fast leg speed. And mm. The way they're playing at the moment, it's, it's frightening what they're doing defensively, just shutting teams down. Teams that are, are renowned for their attacking prowess. Yep. Can, can anyone beat them? Well, origin will be a pretty big test. They'll probably lose yeah. four players over yeah, Origin. I know, but that's four not too players. bad, is it? Four yeah. players isn't bad for a side that's going as well as they are. Uh, before we get to the break, Justin Holbrook, the, the coach of the Titans, has a solution for players taking a dive, the crusher tackle. This is this is annoying me. It's annoying everyone. Um, and, and I know you think perhaps the player that says he's been 
involved in a crusher tackle should leave the field. This is what they did in Super League. They had a big meeting about this over there in England because it was getting bad. They decided that the video ref will only intervene or overrule now if it's a sin-binnable offence. Mm. So if he goes, you know what, that's not so bad, play on. So players aren't staying down as long because they're stopping their side's momentum unless they're dead set sure the other player's going to go to the sin bin and that's no uh, that's no guarantee. So I like that and we want your opinion as well on those crusher tackles, 0477 736 736. How do we get them out of the game? Well, how, not just the crusher tackle, how do we get the players staying down uh, as long as they can because it's, it's worth their while. At the moment. All right, oh, that's What's Brewing for Four Pines Brewing Co., the official beer of Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Before we get to the break, time for an Aussie-made fun fact. As, uh, we're celebrating Australian-made week this week, Sats. Australian-made makes Australia. Uh, did you know there are 60 designated wine regions in Australia and Woogie has been to everyone? <laughs> no, Sats is missus. Uh, sorry, she Sats, loves been, a she's drink. been to even. Uh, loves a red and wine. You know how much they, we produce a year? How many, what, One, bottles? yeah. I'd say... I, I'd go twenty-five million. No, try mm. putting a few zeros on that. Yep. Not even twenty-five billion. We've produced one point three five trillion bottles of wine a year. How many is of that those? Right? What? Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. Yeah. Trillion. How many of those do you think your missus knocks back any given week? Ten percent of that. Oh, ten percent. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, we we are celebrating Australian made this week. Australian made makes Australia. We get a break. Hey, when we come back, uh, one of the all-time greats. Paul Sheeran is going to join us to talk about the legacy of the great man, Bob Fulton. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. And yesterday there was surprise just after lunch, the, the news, the sad news that the immortal Bob Bozo Fulton had passed away, lost his battle with cancer. And it did come as a surprise, uh, Badge, because mm. um, I wasn't aware of how sick Bozo was. Only a very few f- from all reports knew how sick Bozo was. You were coached by Bozo for a long time during your illustrious international career and so is our special guest as well, who went on the 1990 Kangaroo Tour, the 86 Kangaroo Tour as well, which Bozo wasn't the coach of. And that man is Paul Siren. And that man is Paul Siren. And how are you, Siren? <laughs> you got that out of you. I'm going good, boy. I was about to say Siro, Siro. He's our yeah, hero. Exactly. <laughs> hey, where, where, where were you yesterday, Siro, when you heard the news? Um, man, I, I, was, I was actually in the car. I was going somewhere with with the missus, and I, I just, I, I, I flicked over on the Twitter for a look at something, and then all of a sudden it, it said, "Bang!" Um, you know, Bob Fulton Immortal has just passed away, and I went, "Wow!" And it was, it was a two GB, two GB Twitter thing. So I, I just went, "Oh wow!" And I, I, I straight away I messaged Daryl, Daryl Brayman. And I said, Daryl, is this right? And he said, yes, mate, it's just happened. And from all reports, they, yeah, they were very emotional, all the blokes on air, obviously. Bozo's long connection with the continuous call on 2GB. And, um, yeah, it, it was, yeah, they, they, they were all pretty, all, all, all in shock. And, and so was I, mate. I couldn't believe it. I, I didn't know who to sort of ring or message. And, and I, I got a couple of messages of different blokes. But yeah, by the time, you know, we were sort of preparing for, you know, that manly Parramatta game and yeah, well I thought, Oh geez, I wonder if the players will hear about it before kick off and they certainly did and um to their credit they, they played accordingly uh, you know and, and 
um, in, in Bob's memory. But uh, no, just a great shot because he was, you know, I mean, you'll agree, he, Badgie was indestructible, Bozo. He, he'd sort of, you know, got in amongst the, the, the boys on tours and things like that too. And um, yeah, he was one bloke you, you didn't think would, would you know, we come to this end with cancer. Sounds like you, along with us, had had no idea, and they'd kept it very quiet, zero, very, very private. That he was uh, he was quite unwell, and that he wasn't going to last um, too long. What what are your early memories of of your you know your time with Bozo? Did you did you support him, follow him as a kid? Did you do you remember when you first met him, or was it when you finally um, made uh, the Aussie side? I reckon in '89 when he was coaching. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, Badge, I, I, um, look, like a lot of kids, mate, I, I you know, I, I love the Roosters and Manly growing up, and, and, and Bob Fulton was, a, you know, front and centre of the, of the Manly side in the early, early 70s when I started following uh, rugby league. So he's, he's one of, you know, along with Graham Eady and Graham Eady and Terry Randall, that sort of blokes were my, 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 my pin up boys. So, you know, he was a childhood hero of mine, and, um, yeah, I mean to to eventually be coached by him was was was, was fantastic, you know, it was, it was wonderful. But I I, I kind of had a couple of little little meetings along the way. I I, um, I came home uh, from a that brief stint in Hawaii, and I, I played sort of half a dozen games uh, in '84 in lower grades, and we, we played mainly at Brookvale. And I, I, I sort of come home and been on the weights over there, and I was tossing a couple of blokes around in reserve grade against Manly, and I it was funny. There was something in the big league during the week just saying that. Bob Fulton had kept an eye on this, you know, young second row at Balmain, and um, so that was my first inkling that he knew who, who I who I was. And then a couple of, couple of years later, mate, I um, we knocked out Manly in '86. We knocked Manly out in the '86 final series, and uh, that was on the Saturday. On the Monday, I don't know if I told you about this story. On the Monday night, I got a phone call in the mill room at Balmain Police Station, and. There was a bloke claiming to be Bob Fulton wanted to have a chat about my future, and uh, that was Bozo. And <laughs> we, we we spoke and we met a few times. And cut a long story short, I, I ended up getting ambushed and staying at Balmain. The boys got me, but um, yeah, I, I went and met with Bozo and Kerry Packer, and um, you know there was, there was nothing sort of formally spoken about. It was just a meeting, and uh, I ended up staying at Balmain and mainly went on to win the premiership the following year, beat the Raiders. So there, oh, there you go. Why did you have to go there? Well. <laughs> Yeah, you just touch on you touch on that, Sarah. Eighty seven, ninety six grand final winning coaches. I'll I'll start with you first, Badge. To play against Bob Fulton coach sides, what did you come up against? Oh, it was at the time it was hard to know. You know, I, I just know he was very thorough from my time playing under him. He was very thorough um, on his on his video work that he did on the opposition, and that was only real. Not not every coach was doing it to that extent, but he just had a really good footy brain. Like some little tips he gave me about. You know, defensively, how to how to approach this bloke and and where to stand and who to run off and, um, but I got to say he didn't overcoach. It wasn't it wasn't too full on. Um, I'd, I'd mentioned uh, earlier on, Siro, um, that he was. I found him. I found his style of coaching for me. It was a bit odd because he was so confident that it, to the to the point where he he bagged the opposition. And said you blokes will smash these blokes by thirty points. They can't play. And I I, I just never really approached a game like that. But that was kind of typical of him as a coach, wasn't it? Yeah, well he he was he was, he was super confident. I mean he, he I think he coached as he played, mate. He was you know he just had that, that aura about him. But um, yeah, yeah, look I, I, I was a bit the same. He, he he's kinda. You know, he, he he gave you a bit of a general outline of of, of what he, his expectations, and then well, I don't if you remember some of his, his catchphrases, badge. You know, the, give it to the big boppers in the middle, and we'll 
put a bit of skill on them out wide, and you know, mm. and, and they just meant whatever, you know, whatever. The, if, it was, if it was Wally or Clippy Lines at five eight, or you know, dropping the ball off to Mal or things like that, you know, it was just get some moves together and you know, use your club stuff, and you guys work it out because you you know you're the best players um, in, in the game. So, which which generally sort of it, it worked itself out. So, um, I, yeah, it was a the no frills sort of approach at at, at, at rep level because he, he had he had confidence in the players who, who could do the job. Zero on tour when you're you know, amongst each other for two two and a half three months in England and France. Although he's a coach and you're saying he's a thorough coach, from what from the outside looking in, it looked like he always had a really good sense of humour. Oh yes, he did, mate. He did. Um, some of my fondest memories: jumping on the bus and um, you know. Groups of four playing cards, and if you you know you jumped in with with Bozo, there's also a game of euchre on, and um, he was a cheat. You know, he'd, he'd, he could cheat. Oh yeah, he, he was. He'd give it to you. if he, if he got rolled, you'd have to go and get the shitless hot chocolates for the table. And, <laughs> but yeah, he could. Oh, yeah, you know, but it was win at all costs. It was he was the same at everything he did, mate. He wanted to win. Hey, Ciro, and then did, was, you know. It, you know, in 1990, when we were in France and we were at the end of our tether, we'd been on this long tour and you're playing in France and you're winning by 60 points and blokes are sort of having a few little niggles and a go at each other. And we pulled up in the middle of nowhere. We got the bus driver to pull up. And I'm sure I'm, my memory is that Bozo announced it. It was the little men taking on the big men down in mm-hmm. and Alfie and, and the smaller blokes. And they called out the big men and they had, a, they had this big wrestle in the forest. And, and I just went, you know what? I'm not, I'm neither. I'm in the middle. I'm not getting off this bus. And we watched, we watched blokes like you and, and Mal and the little blokes and Kevy and Alf just go for it. And Bozo loved it. He thought it was the funniest thing he'd seen. Oh, uh, he did. He, you know, I think he loved a bit of a bit of a wrestle after a couple of, after a couple of, you know, Lubricants, you know, prior to arriving in the park in the forest. But yeah, I, I can remember Alf and Kevy just giving him the Spud Carroll. They were flipping him over and Kung Perry. Yeah, they air boosted him. They jumped on him. They were like little drop bears dropping out of trees, and they yeah, and they get the big Spud. But um, yeah, it was just it was mate, it was, it was good fun because you know when there's a chance to sort of let your hair down, your bows are running amongst it. You know, yeah. we'd have a laugh, and, and and he could mate, he could. He could bag. He was up there with the best of them. Let me tell you, well, he was. Uh, yeah. I remember sitting around once, Don't... and Bozo was saying, "Now we're going to pick our worst. We'll just pick our worst ever Australian side." And I've got oh, doing this, and he's oh, no. he picked the bloke who was on tour with us. And I'm going, "Oh no, I'm getting out of here. I don't want to be part of this." Because he'd never hold back. But he had different. He had different teams. He had the. Uh, the not so handsome, the not not so handsome team, and you were always worried you might get a star. Oh, I made that every week. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. You know, but he he just come back with, you know, what about your head? What's doing? What's doing? That was his favourite. You know, oh, what's doing? What about your head? You know, but, um, he uh, yeah, just mate, he was one of a kind, mate. He just uh, you know, he was, a, he was a special bloke. And look, he he, I was dropped, I was dropped from Origin in '89, and um, he he. Uh, we, we toured in New Zealand. He took a twenty-man squad, and I was number nineteen player announced, and Blocker was number twenty. So um, he, he, he liked the big fellas, and um, you know, I was, I was just fortunate that he was that sort of coach who, who liked, you know, big big guys who were you know, a little bit mobile, and um, they liked a good time on tour as well. I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, 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 I think we all got on very well, and had a good time. Had a good time there in '89 that New Zealand tour. Then the, yeah, the Kangaroo tour, obviously, the, the following year was was just. Eight weeks of mayhem and good fun. So, <laughs> it was. Um, but, uh, yeah, some some 
really fond memories. He seemed to be very loyal to a group of players, Ciro. And I'll start with you first, Badge. Um, I know Blocker tells stories. He, I think he went into the 89 uh, Papua New Guinea tour coming back from a broken ankle and Bozo still picked him because... 91. 91, was it? Because mm. Blocker was one of his mm. favourites. And yep. Badge, on the 90 Kangaroo tour, you lost the first test against England. And you tell a story that you got called up to his room. Oh, he's, he, he called me up and it was you know, two days before the second test. And I'd, I'd dropped a, 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 a bomb. They hit me as I was catching it, actually. It wasn't technical. Would have been a penalty today. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I go, <laughs> Martin Offia or Hillary Handley or someone. And they beat us in that first test, which hadn't happened. Mm. And that was at Wembley. It was a big, big yeah, occasion. Wembley, yeah, that's right. And he's called yeah. me into his room about two days before and they were going to announce the side the next day or three days before. And I've walked in and, and, and he's really solemn. And I thought, oh, I'm in trouble here. And... He's come and he said, how you going? I went, good. And he said, what do you think about your game? I said, oh, mate, it wasn't up to scratch. And he said, well, you know what comes next? And I went, what? And he said, nothing. Gotcha. You're all right. You're still playing. You're in the team. And, I went, <laughs> and he had the biggest laugh, belly laugh. And he smiled. He thought it was the funniest thing ever. Well, and I don't know how many well, other blokes he yeah. did that to. He probably got you at some point. As, um, as a, yeah. As, um, as opposed to um, Kerry Walters, I think, um, sorry, boys, I've got them. Can you hear that buzzing in my phone? I, I no, know. I can't hear it. I, 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 um, that's all, carried, that's carried, all the knocks um, you got in your head. <laughs> yeah, Kerry was a bit worried, a bit concerned that, that Benny might might have had a jump on him. Anyway, um, I, I think two days before the, 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 the side was announced, Benny's parents miraculously arrived from Australia and they going up the lift and Kerry walked in and I said, <laughs> oh, mate, have you met Benny's parents? And I think straight away he went, uh-oh, I'm in a bit of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And now, I mean, both, yeah, both gave him the call. Yeah, Kerry, be, come on up. Let's have a chat. Before we let you go, he, he had an offside of the sheriff, Brian Hollis, who yeah. was a trainer, oh, great oh, guy, and boy, fun oh, on boy. tour. Yeah. Well, you went on the scam on tour. I didn't realise at the time, but sheriff was taking extra training gear and stuff that was supposed to be allocated and wasn't on behalf of Bozo and going up to all the best menswear shops and shoes and swapping gear and getting all this good stuff. <laughs> And I think some players were in on it, Ciro. Were you? Oh, no. No, no. I wasn't a manly bloke, mate. I was <laughs> that chance. Don't worry about that. But it was, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that was good, mate. I, yeah, so there was plenty of rorts going on. Don't worry about it. If there was a rort to be done, done you're both on the sheriff ring behind it, mate. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they, were, they, were, they were gold of that, so... <laughs> Well, they were great memories, great memories of a, a great representative of Rugby League, uh, Ciro and Badge. And, of course, he was also synonymous with that ARL Super League war when both he and Gus teamed up to try and keep as many players as possible yep. on behalf of Packer in the mm-hmm. ARL. So, uh, yeah, he gave his life to the game, didn't he, Bozo Fulton? And uh, from, from Sports Day, Badge, Ciro and uh, Jason Matthews, our producer, I think we all send our condolences to the, to the Fulton family and, sure the, and the Manly family as well. Thanks, Ciro, for joining yeah. us on Sports Day. Thank you, boys. Uh, yeah, it's a lovely to reminisce about the great man. So, cheers, boys. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Now on Sports Day, it's time for Badge and Sat's Hot Topic. Find authentic Aussie-made, Aussie-grown products online. Visit australianmade.com.au. I love that chat we just had with uh, the great man Paul Sirenan. Very, very funny man. Could have done uh, another hour. 
Good, yeah, plenty yeah, of stories. Lots of stories, and they just start, started coming back about Bozo the longer we went. Uh, yeah, hot topic for Waratah fencing, Australian made for over 135 years. I keep hearing this undercurrent of uh, people that are fed up with the new rules in the NRL. Well, there's no new rules. Mm. It's just a crackdown on what have always been the rules uh, about high shots and referees taking action and um, being told to take action more so than they've done in the in recent years. Sats, where do you stand on this? Do you have you have too many people you know that aren't happy with this? Yeah, there's a lot of people. There's one sitting across the, the desk from us in Woogie who – who over the weekend, he was really frustrated. As he threw was, away his membership again. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> as, were, as were a lot of friends of mine who were a little bit disappointed with what's going on. And I, I might say a few of those are ex-players, and I don't think you need to listen to ex-players when it comes to the adjudication of the rules moving forward. Ex-players want contested scrums, some yeah. of them. So, <laughs> you know, said. Badge, you and I were talking about it earlier and, and people saying we've lost the fabric of the game. We haven't lost what the game is about because the game has always been about that that gladiatorial contest, a contest where two teams are trying to break each other down, beautiful tries, you know, great contact between um, two players or in some cases more than two players in a tackle. You have uh, a great afternoon of rugby league. You, you've, you've got emotional attachments to your to your teams. That's what rugby league yeah. is about. Well, you went, you know, I know, and you're a Rabbitohs fan. Um, when when they banned punching, how and you said you're never going to watch another game. How I long did it take that. you to come back? No, I don't care. When I they banned the shoulder yeah, charge, yeah, and you yeah. and your mate said we're never watching the game no, again, how long did it that. take you to never come said back? That. What I don't like is the inconsistency from game to game. Really, I think they've been consistently tough on players with high shots. Yeah, but some people get away with shots. Some get sent to the sim bin. Yeah. Some just go on report. Well, because they're, they're different levels of uh, that they can confer and they have another look at it in the in the. Uh, the bunker can have another look, and then they go, you know what? That's direct if contract they, bang. You'll go. I think all the send offs have been a one. If they want to make, right. if they want to make an impression, they've got to be extreme. They have to. If they want to get people and players to sit up and take notice, and coaches to start practicing good tackle technique and efficiency, they have to be really hard. Now, whether they will slowly ease off, not quite sure, but. Finding the balance is going to be the big problem. Are the players – well, some say the players are confused. Angus Crichton had this to say. I understand what the NRL are trying yep. to do. I understand where Volandis is at in trying to look after player welfare, look after our heads, and I, th- I think it's great that he's trying to hand us back to our families unscathed at the end of yep. your career, but it does feel like a different game. It felt different. In, in like, one week or in two weeks? It, it, felt, it felt very different, and whether that's because we weren't disciplined enough or – yeah, the, the rules are catching us out. I think, yeah, I, I don't know where it's going to go. Well, Angus answered his own question. He answered the NRL's question. Then he wants to hand us back with you know all our faculties and yes, the reason why it's happening now. It is going to upset a, a few at the moment. And when I, was, I said early on, finding the balance is something that they're going to have to try and contend with. Now the balance is direct contact, and the best way to ex- explain bre- direct contact is force and reckless. So if you could forcibly go into a tackle and and it creates concern for the, the receiving player. And I'll, I'll use an example. Fui Mayono or Papali'i on Pappenhausen mm. and Tuikatoa a couple of weeks ago. That's direct contact. And then you've got indirect, which is careless and at times uh, unavoidable. And that was the Lachlan Burr on James Tedesco. Getting the right sin bins for those is, is going to be the balance they've got to try and contend it, it with. It sure is. And I was asked today uh, on another show – uh, what's going to happen in origin? You know, surely they're not going to. Yes, 
expect it. You're going to see sin bins, maybe send-offs. You're going to be players on report. That is the biggest stage for the NRL, and they are going to have to keep the crackdown going. And I, it's brutal, and I think it's going to be some, you know, some players in a bit of trouble. Rightio, for Waratah Fencing, innovative fencing solutions that work. Stick with the best, waratahfencing.com.au. Give us a call. Text 0477-736-736 and let us know what your thoughts are about the crackdown. This is Sports Day for Kia. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival. Australia's first GUV. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Sports Day news headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Yeah, Melbourne has reported two new likely COVID-19 cases overnight as the state investigates the source in the city's Northern Ooh. suburbs, but most importantly... So it's in the sauce. In the, not the tomato sauce. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It's back. I can't believe you didn't have Royal News last week. Oh, it's your, little, it's your little baby. Did you miss us, Woogie? Who? We didn't ask you that. That was the big news. Did you yeah, miss nah, us? No, well... Uh, Honestly, look at us. Looking at nurses all day or looking at you two, of course I missed you. Of you know what I he did. was thinking of when he said I that, I heard sets? you ask to get a sponge bath from a... Big Swedish nurse by by the name of Sven. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Oh, that's the last laugh. Uh, the Queen is said to be deeply <laughs> upset by Prince Harry's latest round of public attacks on the royal family, guys. Uh, during his interview with the Armchair Expert podcast, which is massive, uh, the royal said he left <laughs> London to break the cycle of pain he suffered as a member of the royal family and needed to change that for his own kids, mm. right? The Duke suggested Charles had suffered because of his upbringing by the Queen and Prince Philip. What? <laughs> what a what a whack at the Queen. Yeah, it, it's probably the... I reckon she's all right with it. It's probably the biggest uppercut that he's given the uh, royal family today. She's very cool, Queenie. Mm. She would just gone there. Yeah, no, she's upset, mate. My sources are telling me she's, <laughs> she's not <laughs> good with it. She's she's very upset. Your sources. Rightio, that's news headlines for Polaris. Get range of confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Now on Sports Day, the Kia Top 7. For Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Uh, let's start with the Doombin Cup because everyone, everyone except me, was on Zaki. <laughs> Zaki inside the 200-metre marker, a one-act affair in the Doombin Cup. It's a mile in front. They queue up the miners. Toffee Tongue, Brandon Berg, the toy further back of Villiers, but Orkut Zaki won't get any more impressive, and that is the star. Zaki is rocked in the Doombin Cup from Toffee Tongue. Yeah, the biggest race of the weekend, and it was in Brizzy, and uh, yeah. Zaki's, it stopped for a uh, kebab and a cigarette oh, in the straight, that horse, and still won. Kept pulling away, didn't it? I just oh, run yeah. away from him. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful number six win. in the care top seven. Only finished this morning. Phil Mickelson, at the age of 50, becomes the oldest golfer to win a major tournament. He took out the PGA Championship this morning. Biggest moment of a legendary career. Phil defeats Father Time. 
He's a fan favourite. Well isn't done. He? Yeah, he's mm. an absolute at fifty. That's outstanding. How good did that course look? Did, oh. is, did you say Kiowa yeah. Island, South Carolina? One of the hardest in the country. And you got to apparently hit it over the alligators. And on on Saturday morning, I was watching it. Just alligators are walking across the fairway. They're just standing there waiting for him to go. But they're about as as um, dangerous as freshwater crocodiles, aren't they? They're not, yeah, they, they don't eat you. <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> Number five in the Kia Top Seven. Uh, Super Rugby. It's now New Zealand, 10, Australia, zero. Uh, two rounds into the Super Rugby Trans-Tasman. Kiwis have got it all over us. They've won every game against their Aussie opponents. Well, the franchise that was out of the competition for a short period of time, the Western Force, are probably the most impressive side out of both Australian sides. Only beaten by, I think, a try. Mm. It was, but Queensland Reds. They had 60 put on them by the Canterbury Crusaders. Crusaders yeah. Can't wait for the Bledders line. And there, and there was no ex- yeah, there was no excuse this time. And last week, of course, they were backing up from their final and Queensland and mm. celebrations after beating the Brumbies. We, we, but this time, uh, at home, no excuse. We play smashed. France halfway through the year. So at least we get some international France, games hey, before beautiful. we take on the Kiwis. Yeah, so uh, number four in the Kia Top 7, Murray Tuolangi, the winger from the Cowboys, who will... He scored a hat-trick to help the Cowboys get the chockies against the Knights. Nine metres out, they come the western side. Now Drinkwater, he throws the pass and it bounces beautifully for Murray to a Lungy who gets his third try. Tor Lungy, Murray, good work. Big big winger, left winger and yep. uh, not the quickest in the comp, but uh, yeah, good stuff there against the poor old Knights on, it was on Thursday night, wasn't it? I it think, was. Yeah. Uh, number three, Sats, I'm going to do this instead of you. The Panthers the juggernaut rolls on, clocked up. Well, they as I said, raised their bat, I think Vossi said in commentary. They clocked up the half century against the Rabbitohs in Dubbo. Oh. Now Luai finds Burton. He's away. He runs towards Mitchell. Brighton backing up through the middle. And they're not done with yet. What a day for Matt Burton. He is the king of the jungle. Matt Burton, so are the Panthers. Matty Burton and Isaiah Yeo going back out home. Yeah. Yep. Burton scoring three. Nice stuff. There's nice some touch. this morning saying, could he force his way into a number 18 jersey for New South Wales? Get, well, it would be number 38, I think. They've got that many players to yeah. choose from. Mm. Number two, the Roosters. Well, they were terrible, but give credit to Kevy and the Broncos racking up a much-needed victory. He scored three, didn't he, Dave Mead? He did. Call back he into the too. side. Yeah, Albert Kelly did. was quite good mm. as well. Well done, uh, the Broncos. And, well, number one in the Kia Top 7 just has to be this. On a, on a day that really mattered, meant so much to the Manly Seagulls given the passing of their one of their all-time greats and all-time greats of rugby league, Bob Fulton. They upset their old rivals, Para. There's more points coming here for Manly and they'll come through Tom Turbo. Over he goes. In the corner for an exclamation mark on a brilliant win by the Manly Seagulls. He's good. Amazing. That's, He's great, actually, that's Tommy five three-point M points in a row. Yeah, and, and it's only because Nathan Cleary is going so well. I think he must be – he'd be the only one beating him, wouldn't he? I haven't seen the points. Yeah, well, he was about sixth or seventh, Trebojevic now, but I think he jumps up in the second or third. Oh, yeah. unbelievable. What, a, what another performance by him. He might find himself in a Blues jersey. 
wing or centre. I got to say, James Tedesco was was excellent. Um, you know, in a poor side, he's been one bloke who's been holding his own. Wing or centre, Travojevic. Ah, uh, yes. Centre. No, wing or centre. Mm. Somewhere there. You really never give me much when I ask you those oh, questions. I don't know, do Scott. I don't know. Hey. And you know what? I don't care that much about that. Rightio. Uh, Kia Top 7, that was introducing the all-new Kia Carnival GUV with an SUV-inspired design. Spacious seating for all eight passengers. This is Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.